There are plenty of salespeople out there that struggle with using a script and they don't know why they should. They don't know how they should. And so they don't. And because they don't use a script, they end up losing deals. Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. And the truth is, your success in closing sales depends on your skills, your abilities, and finding the right training. And the great news is, you have come to the right place here at The How to Sell Show with your hosts, Dale Bell and Scott Sylvanbell. And be sure to join the party at howtosell.live and download your copy of The 10 Common Mistakes Salespeople Make. Aloha from Sacramento, California. I'm coming to you live from the How to Sell Show studios today. Today is a good day. Now, I got to let you in on a secret. I did want to record this episode when I was out on Oahu this last trip, but it was so windy, I couldn't do it. I went to Ala Moana Beach Park overlooking Diamond Head. Whoa, way too busy. I went to Haleiwa Ali'i Park, which is one of my favorite places on earth. Way too windy. So today, you get this broadcast from the studio. What we're going to talk about today is should salespeople use scripts? And just about every single sales group that I'm a part of, this comes up probably every other week. Should I use a script? Should I not use a script? So let's go over a few things and let's talk about what scripts are and they're not. And then I'm going to give you a couple of really super secret tips or strategies that I have developed that really do help out and allow you to close deals and make things a whole lot easier. And so let's start with this. The difference is uh, a script or a word track. A script or a word track. What's what's the difference? So a word track may be something like, well, well, what if you do and it doesn't work out? It could be a question. Okay. It could be, well, why don't we do this? It could be, I completely understand. I hear what you're saying. Why don't we take a look at making this happen? Okay. That's that's a word track. Now, a script could be a process. It could be a bunch of word tracks tied to bet t- together. It could be your presentation of features and benefits and actions. It could be a progression of stories. It is everything tied together. And what I see salespeople do is they think that just if they come up with one magic line, one, just, I just need one magic line, just one magic line. Well, you got to look at a sales presentation like a mathematical equation. And there's a whole bunch of moving parts and a whole bunch of moving pieces. And not every sales presentation is the same because you're dealing with a different person every time. And sometimes your presentation gets moved out of order because of circumstances that are beyond your control. So I do a lot in in home sales and I have this thing called a walk-in talk. And I, I will train some in some in-home salespeople and the homeowner, that's what they're selling to, that's their buyer, doesn't want to sit down at a table. So they do a walk-in talk. And a walk-in talk is a presentation that you would give at a table. So are they on script? Absolutely. Does it feel like it? No, because here's what happens is if you don't have enough emotions and enough interest in what you're saying and you get bored with it, that's where people start going, you know what? You sound like a used car salesman. Stop trying to close me. Stop trying to talk to me. And so what you need to know is is you got to get started somewhere. You have to have some sort of a beginning and it's going to be choppy. So if you're brand new to sales, 
if you if you're like I'm I'm a green pea, I just got started. What you need to know is the first couple of go rounds, they're gonna take some time to smooth out. If you're struggling and you've been in sales for a while, just know that what's happening is your your voice is betraying you. Your timing is betraying you. So if you're not on a script, you're on a script. If you are on a script, you're on a script. And it sounds like just this crazy saying to be like, well, I'm on a script no matter what. Yeah, you are. You just need to know that it's either going to work for you or it's not. And as you learn how to sell, you're going to look dumb. You're going to look silly. It's part of the game. It's part of the learning process. You're going to get stuck. You're going to get flubbed up. You're going to forget to say parts and pieces. But over time, this thing that you need to know is you get better over time. It's not instant. And one thing I want to share with you is some of the toughest salespeople to train are the ones that are naturally talented because they haven't had to go through struggles. And so they don't know what it's like to be coached. They don't know what it's like to be trained. So if, if you're used to being corrected, it's actually a benefit for you. I'm going to give you some numbers from the industries that I work with that if you fly by the seat of your pants, uh, you'll typically close from a 15 to a 17% closing rate. And I know that that may be like, wow, that, that sounds like it's pretty good. Well, in in-home sales, where I do a lot of my work, the average salesperson, the average salesperson closes at 27. They've got a one in three chance roughly of closing the deal. And it gets reduced to about a one in five chance by not using a script. So you're like, well, should I use a script? I'm like, I, well, let's do some math. You, you know, just start dividing into fractions. What's the difference between a third and a fifth? It's a lot. It's a lot. And so by the time that you figure out over a year, the difference is pretty dang significant. So if you use a script and the same process roughly the same time, the sky's the limit. And because that's because your, your sales presentation becomes predictable. You know what people are going to ask. You know what people are going to say. You know the objections that you're going to get. But here's the downside is it, get, is it gets boring. So you go after this dopamine rush and you end up changing your script up and you lose the deal. And then you don't know why. You do have to use a script to get comfort and then modify afterwards. So you look at it. It's a test. I'm going to see how people react. I'm going to see what's going to go on. And one of the best places to look at this is look up stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedians, what they'll do is when they when they want to create a new set or a new presentation, what, what they'll do is they will go to little small towns and they will go give their set or their presentation and what they're doing is they're looking for their timing. They're looking for their milking. And they know that if, if it doesn't work in the first couple of minutes, that it's not going to work every, anywhere. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld would say, hey, look, I would always move my new, my new content that I was going to test to the very front of my presentation and, and my set. Like the comedians call it a set. And I knew that I had two minutes to practice on the crowd. And after two minutes, if they got restless, I had to go back to my old content that they knew or that I knew backwards and forwards. And I'm going to say, hey, the same thing happens in the world of sales. If you're going to test something, you do it in a low-stress situation where it's not going to put the job in jeopardy. With that being said, you have to get good with vocal pitch and tone, inflection, and pacing. And when you're tired and when you're hungry, these are the two most dangerous places for you because you stop using your presentation the way that you should. And you start using your vo voice as a hammer instead of a scalpel. And here's the thing. You're going to say the same things over and over and over again. In one of my previous roles, the way that I would train is inside of an organization, the companies didn't want to bring everybody that had to work in at the same time. So I would end up training the same class 
four times in one day. And to the people in the, I was in the front of the room. So the people who are sitting in the room, if I was boring to them and I was like not interested, they were not going to pay attention. No matter how hard I wanted to work, no matter how hard I wanted it to work out, if I couldn't get them to pay attention, they weren't going to take action. So it's one of these things. It's not a sales call. It's a performance. It is not a sales call. It's a performance. So think about what performers do. Performers go out and they put in all their effort and their energy. They know where all the parts and pieces are where they got to put the the effort into. And if they mail it in and they don't do the work, the crowd knows. And your version of a crowd is a client. And when they clap, they pay you money. When they boo, they they give you an objection like, I want to think about it. And they never call you back. So here's what you do. You take your presentation and you record it. You put it on audio and video. So it's easier to start with video. And you can record this to a tablet. You can find a website like Loom. You could do it on a Zoom recording. And then what you do is you take the video and then you have it turned into audio. And then you have it transcribed. So I use otter.ai. So it's like 10 bucks a month to get stuff transcribed. 600 minutes is like 10 bucks a month. There's firefly.ai. I mean, there's just tons of, don't get caught up in the, in the, in the app or the, the program. Just find somebody you could afford, somebody who's going to take care of it for you. So what you do is you go through and you read and you're like, okay, where does it make sense and where does it not make sense? And I do this for my podcast. I do because there's times in my head where I'm like, this sounds amazing and this sounds fantastic. And then guess what? I go back and I read it and I'm like, what in the hell was I saying? This doesn't even make sense. So, you know, I do in the editing process, there's small sections that I might take out of a podcast if I'm talking and it doesn't make sense. Because right now I'm giving a presentation. I'm having a conversation with you of like, hey, Here's what I see. This is why salespeople struggle. Like, you know, at the end of the day, should you use a script? Absolutely. So then once you have it transcribed, take it and read it out loud. And I like to do it this way. I will take my script and I will read it out loud. And I'll, I'll read it funny the first time. And then I'll read it dramatic the second time. Then I'll read it sad the third time. And then like on the fourth pass, I will do everything I can to put all the right emotions in the right spot. But if I just try to do it right off the bat in the very beginning, it doesn't always work out for me the right way. When salespeople are working on their scripts, what happens is they they quit right at the top, right at the peak because they get bored. And then so they start switching it up and it causes a lot of problems. One of the best strategies, hands down, that I can give you is the root beer rapport trick. Now for me, Alcohol really isn't that exciting to me, but I really do like root beer. Root beer is like one of my favorite things. Henry Weinhardt root beer, fantastic. Wailua root beer from the North Shore of Oahu, fantastic. Virgil's root beer, that's pretty darn good too. A&W, I live in Sacramento. A&W was invented in Lodi, California, like 20 miles from me. So I like A&W root beer, not just because it's from Lodi, but just because it tastes good. So here's what you do is you sit down And you sit like you would sit with friends when you're having cocktails, a drink, a root beer, and you adopt, you adopt the physiology as if you're having a conversation. So you may have to hold this beer bottle while you're practicing with your script to make it sound conversational. You want this to be as conversational as possible so that people, when they're interacting with you, they feel like you're having a conversation, not that they're being talked to or talked at, they're being talked with. And that happens from your vocal pitch and tone. That happens from the way that you interact. So you play how you practice and you practice how you play. So the reason that you do this, the reason that you hold the beer bottle, the reason that you you adapt that physiology when you're role-playing and practicing is 
when you're out in the field and you're you're talking to your client or your potential client, you're very calm. You're very collected. The the way that you're having the conversation right now, I got a bottle of water in my hand. It just smooths out and makes everything okay. It makes it so that as you're talking, the comfort level of the presentation increases. So should you use a script in sales? Absolutely. Because if you're not using one, you're using one by default, and that's not going to ever give you a good outcome. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo.